Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Stassi. I hope everyone's having such a great day so far. I'm so excited. I get to interview Miss Peach. So thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, the pleasure is mine. I think you're, I think I was definitely like stalking you when I first saw you on Instagram. I was like, <laughs> this girl is so cool. And I liked your story. And I was like, I want to follow you. And then I found out that you're Canadian. Then it I is. found out that you're two hours away from where I live. <laughs> and I was like, instant best friends. Absolutely. Because um, me and Miss Peach were just talking about there's it's hard to find Canadian simmers out there. Yeah, it really is. There's it, not not it, many of us. No, there's not. So any Canadian simmers out there, please DM me. I want to say hi. I, I want to get to know you. I want to hear your experiences about being a Canadian simmer. But anyways, Miss Peach, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, as you know, I'm from Canada. Um, I'm a web developer and I work with uh, SEO marketing. So I build websites and I write content for them. And uh, I'm just a giant geek all around. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's awesome! Let's let's drive into you. I want to hear how, how are you a geek? Are you a comic book geek? Are you an anime geek? Are you? Yeah, anime. Um, I love manga. I love uh, Harry Potter, Star Wars, um, just all sorts of video games. There's no limit to my geekiness. Okay. I feel like I have to ask you this because I'm a millennium. What house of Harry Potter are you in? I'm a Gryffindor. <gasps> through and through. You are the hero of your own story. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, this, I'm a Slytherin. I'm the villain of my story. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, there's actually not too many Gryffindors out there these days. No, there isn't. No. Most people are Slytherin or like Hufflepuff. Yeah. And there's like no Ravenclaw. I never hear anyone that's a Ravenclaw. My fiance is a Ravenclaw. But I, 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 he says he's a Ravenclaw because um, him and his mates, when he was in university, I uh, would do like Harry Potter parties, and he, uh, won, yeah. he won Quidditch beer pong as Ravenclaw. So he was, <laughs> he's just always been established as Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw. But like, but he's a Hufflepuff. Like he's a Hufflepuff <laughs> through and through. Like if you look at the traits, Hufflepuff, and see. This is how I know I'm a pure Slytherin. So obviously when you're a kiddo, you dress up as Harry Potter like every year for Halloween. I was Hermione like almost every year, like throughout the stages of Hermione's growth. Like I was, I was Hermione. And I was like, I love Gryffindor. Gryffindor is great. I never got Gryffindor on my Pottermore sorting questions. Never. And I was like, I'm going to Google the answers so I can ensure <laughs> I end up in Gryffindor. So I, I, in my early 20s, I was 100% a Gryffindor. I was like, I'm the hero of my story. I'm great. So my my parents went to the like to Hogwarts. Like they were in the UK. They toured the castle. They asked me, what scarf do you want to bring home? And I said, Gryffindor obviously Gryffindor. So I, I, have a, I have an authentic Gryffindor scarf from Hogwarts and I wore that every day. I, I, <laughs> I did a summer, got to represent. So I had just met my fiance at the time and he's taking me out for this really nice dinner and I wear it because I, I had this really nice black pea coat on and I would slip it underneath and I had a red dress. It was perfect. 
he's a little drunk by the end of the dinner and he looks me dead in the eye as we're taking our, you know, that cute, like couple picture you take when you, when you're first starting out and like every restaurant you go, you take a nice photo. Yeah. He looks at me, whispers in my ear, should have been Slytherin. (laughs) And I look at him, I'm like, should have been Gryffindor. (laughs) And I was a little mad. I was like, excuse you you've just met me I if you think I'm Slytherin what am I doing like I'm I I would Gryffindor and then I sat and I thought back to myself oh no I'm definitely Slytherin because this is how I start most stories when I tell people hey this happened to me today but I'm not the hero in this story and then I'm like oh maybe I am a Slytherin and then I looked into more of the house, like, like what, what, like what classifies you as a Gryffindor, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. I was like, oh, I'm definitely Slytherin. That's, <laughs> that's not a doubt. So like, obviously cunning is number one. Yeah. I'm the definition of cunning. I told my boss that this week. I was like, yeah, I'm actually like really cunning. And he looks at me, he laughs. And he's like, you're, like he's like, Saucy, you're like the least cunning person I've ever met. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not cunning here. Cause I don't need to be cunning here. I'm the top of my level. If I wasn't the top <laughs> of my level and I could grow. Yeah. I would for sure want to grow. There's the, the next step is owner. And I, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't know if I want to own one of these. And he just looks at me and he's like, I, I'm, he's like, I'm happy I hired you. Cause you're like the weirdest person I've ever met. <laughs> Cause you have no filter. You say whatever you want. <laughs> Anyways, Sims. Let's get back to Sims. Not a Stassi 20-minute rant about what house I'm in. Um, so it's really interesting that your SEOs, because I'm marketing. Oh, yeah. So yes. ties in a little. Oh, my. Yeah. I, oh. yeah. I, I'm After this call, I'm going to pick your brain yeah. a little bit because uh, where I'm working, we're working with a new SEO company. Oh, okay. And I guess I'm never going to watch this. They're horrible. I mean, to be fair, I did tell the boss, like the like like the high up as uh, marketing person, like in yeah. their company, that they're horrible. So I guess I can say it here. Um, yeah, I definitely I definitely need to pick your brain because I'm having yeah. issues, and I at this point, it's like banging my head against the wall. I had to explain to this company that um, Spanish was not Canada's second language. They had no idea. Like they, they know it Canadian company. No, they're in California. So they had no idea. Yeah, that there's your problem. (laughs) I I looked at them and I I asked, are you serious? Like, I I can't tell if you're trying to make a joke because you can tell how mad I am. And you you think like that one joke's going to slide in and make me laugh. No, I had no idea. So uh, definitely want to pick your brain. Anyways, I'm so happy that you're a geek because I'm a geek too. I'm sure you can, <laughs> I'm sure you can see behind me my yes. trophies. I, yes. I so what you can't see, I have like 30 to 40 Disney VHSs below my feet because I'm I'm slowly every time I go home, I'm taking You're taking the taking the ones. them because my mom has been saying for me to she's like, you gotta clean out the basement, you got all your stuff there. And I'm like, mom, you can get rid of my poster of puffins that I did in like grade one. I'd <laughs> I, I do a lot of presentations in my life. I think that would be the best thing. You just show up to a marketing presentation and just hear puffins. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you never know. Like maybe your child will want it. That's my mom's thing. Maybe, maybe your child will maybe want it. Maybe your child. Yeah. 
I've heard uh, that before. I was like, I don't know if my child's ever going to want this, but you can throw it out. Um, <laughs> or, and she's like, okay. But so now I started with collecting my, because what, what originally started, it was my Sailor Moon VHSs because they, those are hard to come by and they mm-hmm. are, they are still crisp in their boxes because I treasured those things. So I brought them home and then I found out my Pokemon ones. And then I found all my Scooby-Doo ones. And then I found all my old Sims games. And then, <laughs> oh, it just started a, a box. Snowballed from there. Snowball. And then I have like, I found all my Disney VHSs. And I was like, so my plan is, excuse me, to get two bookshelves and just be a giant nerd and just have like everything that it, every, you don't even have to know who I am. You can just look behind me and be like, ah. She, how did she have a date to prom is the question on the table. <laughs> it's, it's so funny that you say that because behind me are two bookcases full of nerdy stuff. <laughs> uh, that's what I want. Cause it's like the dream, <laughs> it is the dream. Cause like when, like, like I'm 28, how old are you? I'm 27. I'm almost 28. You're almost, February. okay. So are you 94 or 93? 94. 94. Okay. So I'm a 93. When I, when we were in high school, it was not cool. No, it wasn't <laughs> to be a nerd. Okay. I had, cause I was like one of the popular kids. Like I, like I was on, I was a cheerleader. Cause apparently I, my school had cheerleaders. I guess that's not normal, but yeah, I was a cheerleader. I was like, you know, the it girl looking back on it, maybe wasn't my f- best moment in life, but, um, I had to hide that. I yeah. liked Sailor Moon. Like and they, cause I would be like, oh, they'd be like, let's go to the mall. And I'd be like, can we watch anime? And they're like, he likes anime. And I'm like, I do. Or like, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to the movies. And like, oh, what are you seeing? I'm like, I couldn't say any Batman film. Cause they'd be like, that's for boys. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, a rom-com. Yay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's bullshit. Anyways, Sims, <laughs> tell me your history with the Sims. Well, I've been playing since the first Sims. So I think, I think that's like 2000. It is 2000. I looked that up yesterday. So it's 2000, 2004 was Sims 2. And when I say, I think it was 2009 was Sims 3. And then uh, Sims 4 was 2014. Right. Yeah. That is crazy. But yeah, so, so I've been playing since the first one. Uh, I think I would have been like four or five. I've been gaming since I was three, if you can believe it. Um, my grandfather, he was uh, a professor at uh, one of the colleges in Toronto, and wow. he would set up computer labs. And uh, so we always had a computer and he loved testing out technology and those were video games. So I got to play uh, like the, all the new games as I was growing up. It was really incredible. Oh my God. Okay. I, I have one thing before we unpack everything. You said you started gaming at three. What was your yeah. first game? It was, it was called Wolfenstein. You probably have no idea what it is. It was this, it was like one of the first 3D games. It did not age well I will say that <laughs> but yeah that was the first game that I played no that that's awesome so um I'm, I'm an also OG Simmer. I've been playing Sims since Sims I yeah. love when people say Sims 1 I'm like no no not Sims not Sims <laughs> yeah. not Sims is how it started so um my best friend my childhood best friend his her dad worked in IT so they had she had her own computer in her room mm-hmm. 
and we would just play Sims. And I was just like, yes, I love the Sims. I love making my crushes. And then I love killing them after they don't like me anymore. (laughs) So when you played, when you played in the original Sims, like what was your experience? Um, I think my favorite thing was that they had that campaign and it wasn't like hard or anything, but it was nice to have goals and be able to, to do that. And that's what I really liked about the first one. But honestly, I think most of the time I, I've always spent my time in Cass. I've always been creating Sims. I've never been much for gameplay until Sims 4 anyway. Okay. Uh, well, that's going to lead me into another question a little bit later. Um, <laughs> I was always a builder. My houses, when I would look back, are horrible, but I always thought they were the best. Like they were like these giant boxes. Ah, uh, yes. Just there was no like shape to them besides a box, a door, two windows, and the tiniest sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally the tiniest sidewalk. So I definitely, I, I remember liking Sims 2 better, which will lead me. What do you like better? The Sim, Sims 2, Sims 3, or Sims 4? Hard to say. I don't think I really have a favorite because they're all so different and I like them for different reasons. Okay. The first game, again, the campaign, it was just so nice to have. And I think they should bring something like that back. And the second and third one had such incredible features like uh, the babies and cars and open world, which was just, you know, awesome. And then the fourth one, I mean, the graphics, you just oh, yeah. you can't beat them. No, absolutely. Because I've asked a couple of mach- uh, machinima makers now, do you prefer Sims 2 or Sims 4? Because there's there's barely any Sims 3 machinimas. It's yeah. either two or four. And all some of my twos are like, we want to stick with two. I like two. This is what I do. But then you, you can hear them being, but yeah. four is very pretty. And I, I absolutely agree with you. Looking back at Sims 2 graphics versus Sims 4, and especially all the mods and how you mm-hmm. can like really realistic your Sims mm-hmm. in Sims 4, is it's incredible. I kind of yeah. hope whenever they release Sims 5, they just take a mash of Sims, Sims 2, Sims 3, and Sims 4, and they put it together and there's five. Yeah, I think they will because, I mean, technology now is just so incredible for video games. So I think the fifth one is going to be, I think it's going to be much better than what we have now. I I think so. Um, I I always like to ask the question of like, what do do we think Sims 5 is going to be? And everyone says open world. Like everybody is screaming open world. And um I like it to an extent. Like I, I, the thing is with an open world, like I will, I hope that there's a way that we don't have to always have an open world because like when I play the Sims, like I like it just being me. the house. Yeah. yeah. That just being me and doing my stuff. Cause that's what my gameplay is basically. I, all I do now I build mm-hmm. chapters for Rose Chronicles and anything build Rose Chronicles. And sometimes I sprinkle something fun in there, something a little mm-hmm. seasonal. That's yep. it. That's all I have. That's all. I, that's literally all I have time for. Now, if I was a multimillionaire and I didn't have to work a nine to five job, much different story. I I would I would play it more because like even like so before I even started my Instagram, like I started with The Sims Four and I, I bought it on Origins for four ninety nine. Um, I don't know, maybe like two years ago because I was like I earned this. 
And I kind of got back into it after watching Kelsey and Peach K's 100 Baby Challenge. Oops. Not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. Um, and um, I was like, oh, like, this is fun. And I tried to do, you have the challenge where you have to complete every career. Oh, okay. So I started with acting because I thought that was really fun. And I like, I built my sim and I did acting and I cheated her out. She had all the mods. She didn't need to sleep anymore. So she just like, go, 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 go. And like the gameplay story, I kind of got really bored with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like the aspirations take you like a day in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no depth to them. And I remember in like Sims, like in Sims and Sims two, and even in Sims three, like the aspiration challenges actually took you a long time. Mm-hmm. to complete I honestly like my gameplay is just literally building and onto the next building I don't even I don't play like Alexa or Oliver in Sims world that would be like my nightmare because then they would age yeah I can't let them age <laughs> yeah like, yeah I, I think Alexa's like <laughs> 20 days away from being an adult and I'm like how to how to mod down to young adult again Cause yep. these, these, these kids can't age, but anyways, um, you said that you prefer create a Sims, but Sim, when Sims 4 came out, do you still prefer create a Sims or do you like building or do you like the gameplay better? Um, it's like a mixture of, uh, cash and gameplay. I'm not a builder. I'm a terrible builder. I love decorating, but I just can't wrap myself around the roofs of the houses so so my houses never have roofs but yeah I love I love creating sims especially when you have cc it's just you can do whatever you want and cast and uh gameplay has improved now because we have all these wonderful challenges yes it's like you have your own like campaign essentially like the not so berry that's I love it because you know it's you have to do certain things for your sims and it's not just you know the aspirations it's you know more and you have to kind of fit your sim to the story yeah i like that well that actually leads me to my next question also before the next question girl i've been playing sims since oh three you think i can build a roof still oh my god oh i don't know how people do it (laughs) i will literally if you i I don't know if you've ever watched like any of my build youtube videos it'll be like struggling with a roof still struggling yeah. doing this for like 25 years yeah struggling. <laughs> i try but it's just they never look good and then you see like other builds and you're like how do people do this right or like now what i do if i if i'm building something i take a like i look at the photo i cannot build anymore without having something in front of me because it just goes i just build the same house I like literally I'm just stuck in this pattern and I just can't escape it. But if I'm looking at a Pinterest photo, I can do that. Yep. So I, I'll look at it. I'm like, that roof doesn't look too hard 45 minutes later. Because like Princess Purdue, she because when I when I because she's like, how do people do speed builds? I don't understand. I'm like, yeah. one build takes me nine hours. And she looked at me like, really? I was like, that's if I'm lucky. It takes yeah. nine hours. Like I, I'm doing, I have a video coming out um, pretty soon uh, for all the Scooby-Doo characters. Like I, mm-hmm. I went back 
and redid them with CC because I made them the first time without CC and I was going to do a comparison. Like, look, look at the difference of CC much better. Um, that video took me over three hours to make. Not like, like by, by the time I went through and I made everybody's outfits and I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is a long time because mm-hmm. like the, like the Rapunzel video came out today. Um, for Princess Purdue's cast challenge, like that, like even that took me like two hours. Anything Rose Chronicles, because now I, I I make the videos for the criticisms for those. Yeah. 30 minutes, max, yep. maybe. Because they just have to have their their Rose Roseville high uniforms and whatever else is after, it's fine. But now I have to go in because like my biggest pet peeve is like if it's hot weather and they just throw on their hot water generic outfit and they have like mm-hmm. random cc like it's like up here because yeah. it's like the, it's like this sailor moon yeah. cc for the flowers and the buns and it's just like this floating and i don't know what's like wrong with my creative sims but it always picks up sailor saturn's scepter every time for That's hot funny. weather still just no matter guy girl child toddler don't matter kids holding the scepter <laughs> That's so I'm, funny. I'm like, what? What is happening? What is happening? Oh, my favorite is now they all wear makeup too. Cause I have a ton of CC makeup and, and like even the guys will wear like a yeah. full face and I'm like, oh, we got to change that. So I literally just go through. I'm like, yeah, I could see Mike wearing that. That's fine. And just keep going. But uh, anyways, we talked about, you talked about challenges. I, I want to hear about your not so berry challenge. Well, I'm on uh, the orange gen. I'm doing it a little differently. I'm going backwards instead of forwards. So it's been fun to uh, see the the differences from um, going forwards. And yeah, I've been really enjoying it. It's it's so much fun. I'm really loving orange gen. I wasn't sure if I would because I never play uh, a bad sim. I never use like the the mischief skills and and stuff like that. So it's it's fun to uh, um, to do that. It's sort of just like my side thing. Okay. Um, my main thing is the the sim story. Okay. The not so berry is just like a a fun thing to do on the side. Absolutely. Now let's talk about your sim story. Ah yes. Well, um, it started off as a legacy challenge, and then it just sort of changed from there into a storyline. So I'm on Gen Three right now, okay. and uh, it's about a vampire family called the Barsarabs, and um, they are kind of the leaders of this supernatural community that they built to protect uh, them from hunters and other humans. And uh, Luther is my current heir. Okay. And uh, he has recently taken over uh, being the leader of his people. And uh, you see him falling in love and struggling to protect his people from a killer and, uh, and him becoming the fearless leader that he always wanted to be. Okay. Um, so, A, amazing. Uh, <laughs> you, you, said, you stated that... Um, legacy that started to legacy to turn into something different mm-hmm. when was that moment where you're like I want to turn this into something different like was there something like a character development or did you come up with a storyline in your mind and you would prefer to share that story instead uh I found poses that's what changed everything 
Uh, in the beginning, yeah, in the beginning, I didn't know they even existed. And Boy. then I saw this whole community of storytellers. I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I started playing around with poses. And then uh, I posted, um, I wrote a little blurb on one of them mm. and people just loved it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. So then, yeah, just spitballed from there. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry for laughing like a hyena. I, <laughs> I could not do Rose Chronicles without poses. Yeah, but I they're incredible. I did the first 10 chapters without poses. It would take me eight hours. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. just because like Oliver would be like doing something sinister and Damon in the background would be laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, so someone said something really funny to me. There's and I still do it to this day. How come everybody's head is turned around in Rose Chronicles when they have important dialogue? <laughs> they like, I'm like, excuse me, hold on turn your head around. Okay. Like, and so I'm just like, cause they're making goofy faces. Okay. Yeah. I, I truly think it's definitely more sinister if someone has their backs turned to you while they're talking, because it shows that they don't even care. care. They yep. even, yeah. Cause like the first one was Damon. Cause I did this preview and then like, David's like, it's just beginning. And everyone's like, Oh, that's so sinister. Oh, I love that. It's so good. I can't <laughs> wait to see. He was fucking and flirty. <laughs> he was like because like he has a crush on like actual sim alexa he's yeah. in love and i'm like i mean kind of accurate but um they just happen to be in the same room because now i actually just build sets like yeah. i have legitimate sets in i think it's newcrest i've cleared out everything and i have like just like damon's castle uh Emily's bedroom and just kind of stuff like that because like I well they like the uh the, the rose house like that is an actual house but it's so big and I'm on a mom laptop mm-hmm. so like it takes like 30 hundred <laughs> hours for it anything to load so now I'm like just bedroom that's all I need scenes in the bedroom so we'll just we'll just like literally just copy the bedroom put it at another spot put all the sims there and I literally like line them up per scene and that's literally how I did it. And I remember, and I, and I said this on, um, when I, uh, speaking Simlish interviewed me, I did not dress my Sims accurately because my Sims would overheat. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I would have them in their school uniforms in the dead of summer and they would be like, Alexa is going to faint unless you bring her in air conditioning. And I'm like, oh my God. Because like Alexa has a death wish. She's the Sim that has died the most, without a doubt. Do any of your Sims have a death wish or can you, or do you let them die in your story? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I have the same problem as you where like, because most of the time I film or like I take my screenshots in the summertime. Yes. So you always have those like stupid heat waves that show up out of nowhere. So yeah, and then your your Sims is just like overheating. It's like, God, this is so annoying. So now what I do is I just, uh, I make my outfits in the like summer category, but I okay. just make them like have like normal outfits instead of like, you know, looking summery. Cause I yeah. mean, like I don't play them. I just no. use, I just take pictures. So, yeah. but it, yeah, exactly. Now we do the same thing. We just take pictures and we go on. How would you, Okay. If somebody came to you and said, I like your sim story, how do you do it? What advice would you give them? Oh, write an outline. 
for whatever, you know, scenes that you want to take. So you can kind of have an idea of what kind of screenshots you need. Um, and like I use Pinterest to find okay. poses too. So if you have a certain scene in your head, create a Pinterest board, you yeah. know, and find poses. Because I mean, poses can be tricky. If you create your own poses, then you can kind of uh, find the perfect ones or make the perfect ones. But when you're relying on other poses, you kind of have to pick and choose which ones are good enough for your scenes kind of thing. Do you make your own poses? I wish I could. It's one of those things where you really need to like sit down and spend hours learning yeah. on how to do. And I do not have the time. I'm also engaged. So wedding planning has been uh, a big focus. Oh, we'll come back to Sims in a hot minute. Um, <laughs> wedding planning. I want to also congratulations on being Thank engaged. <laughs> uh, how long have you been engaged for? Uh, since May. Well, that's a very new congratulations. Yeah. Um, are you. you thinking of a 2022 wedding, 2023? 2022, October 1st. I'll meet you. So at, less less I'll than meet, a year. I'll meet you at the, I'm, well, I was actually supposed to get married last week. But, oh yeah. But, but, COVID. We, but COVID. Yeah. So yeah. we, I got engaged in 2019 and I like, uh, so it was, August 18th, 2019 by September, no, by October 1st, I had already booked our venue for 2021. I don't understand how I got so much flack for moving it to 2021. Like I originally, that was, that was going to be the date. And I was like, why not 2020? Like that's such a long engagement. Um, me and my fiance are paying this out of our own pocket. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but 30 grand just lying around. Uh, we don't have yeah. a money tree. So it's very expensive. And, yeah. um, and then COVID hit and everyone's like, oh my God, you're so brilliant. You put it in 2021. You should be fine. Um, and obviously we're both in Ontario. Um, mm -hmm. I went to a wedding last October in Niagara Falls as Doug Ford was putting out the new restrictions. Uh, yeah. If that wedding would have happened on the following week, it would have been canceled. Yeah. So we're sitting there. We went to this wedding. I'm not going to, it was a beautiful wedding, but like 20 people dropped out last minute. The MC dropped out. Um, it was in, um, you know, White Oaks, the, um, yeah. the resort. So that's where it was in Niagara on the lake. And, um, 845, the wedding was done because you legally couldn't serve alcohol past nine. Right. Um, there was no dancing. You could not leave your table. Um, there was no cake. There was no nothing. And the tables were basically like four people. And we just happened to sit next to a very young couple, just like me and my fiance. Mm -hmm. So it worked out well. Uh, we left that wedding and we're like, we can't let this happen to ours because I have a huge aspect to um, my wedding and uh, fun, fun, super fun fact about me. I'm allergic to a lot of weird things. Uh, like I'm allergic to aloe. Oh, okay. Like, like and lavender and honey. And cream cheese and pineapple and a bunch of other ones. And, I'm but, allergic like, to pineapple. <gasps> yeah, pineapple and kiwi. We just became best friends. Um, <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, when someone tells me they're, like, you're you're the first person that's ever told me that they're allergic to pineapple besides yeah. me. Um. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, long story short, I can't really eat a lot of the hors d'oeuvres because no one can tell me what's in them. Yeah. And pineapple is in a lot of sauces. It and is, yeah. it is. 
So um, at my wedding, I'm having a cookie bar, a donut bar, popcorn bar, chocolate bar, and candy bar. And it's going to be lined up and anyone can eat it at any time. I was at a wedding on Friday and all I kept saying is I'm starving because no server wanted to go tell me what was in anything. Couldn't eat that. They give me the salad loaded uh, pineapple. I was like, so hungry. I don't know why there's pineapple in the salad, but yeah. I, I can't eat it now. I get, I get to my dinner. It's the smallest chicken breast I've ever seen in my life. And like one potato and one carrot. I'm like, that's, I have not eaten all day. Dude. And then dessert was like this big and it was a strawberry shortcake. Jesus. And then, yeah. they, had, and then they had a midnight bar. So it's a protein bar. At this point, I'm starving. I push people out of the way. I'm like, I need, you, you guys got to eat dinner. Okay. Um, so I, I take, I take protein. I, I, I eat it so fast. Then I go back for seconds and they look at me like you were just here. And I'm like, yeah, but these bitches got to eat dinner. Okay. Like let's go. And they're just laughing at me. And I'm like, you don't know what it's like to have allergies. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. And I mean like fancy weddings too. It's so hard. Cause like you really don't know what is in it. No. And and that's exactly it. Right. And they're not willing to tell you because they don't know themselves. So I'm like, guess not eating. So that's what I'm like at my wedding. Everyone's going to have a sugar rush because like whatever's there, everyone's got to take it home. We've got cute little goodie bags and that's not even your take home. That's just there. It's so funny because we're doing something similar to I'm having a candy bar because we're doing a fall theme. So I want to have like Halloween candy and like candy apples and like, you know, like a fall fair almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I want. But yeah, we're just we're doing we're doing pizza. As our our main dish, we're doing salad and pasta. Mm. We're just having kind of a very laid back wedding. I love that. You're. I'm like, if we become best friends by then, uh, I'm like, I'll just come crash your wedding. It's fine. Do it. I mean, it's not far. <laughs> You're like, where where are you getting married? In Barry. In Barry. Okay, I'm getting married in Woodstock. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. Far. It's not far. Anyways, I feel like we should talk about Sims. Because <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why we're here. Okay, so back to your Sims story. Um, so your legacy has inspired you. It was poses. Who is your favorite character to write for and to capture? Oh, probably Luther. Luther. I mean, he's just so beautiful. He's very dreamy. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't think I've ever created a sim that I've loved so much. And I mean, all of my characters are special. I feel like whenever I write a character, it's always uh, someone similar that I know. Yeah. Um, Luther and Lena's love story is very based off of uh, my love story with my fiance. And uh, yeah, and all the characters are based off of one friend, pretty much. Oh my God. Okay. So we are writing the same story. It sounds like to me because like in like in Rose Chronicles, there was a real Emily. There was a real James. There was a real Nick. There was a real Alexa. There was a real Oliver. Mm -hmm. It's all based on people I know. And I think that's how you make a really good story. Mm -hmm. You're writing it on people that you know and conversations that you had. Because I can tell when somebody who is writing a, like a, a story but doesn't understand the character mm-hmm. and then they have this conversation that's out of their character, 
Yeah. So, yes. And that's really like characters are what make the story. You need exactly. to have good characters and a good understanding of how they'll react to certain situations and different people. And yeah, I think characters are probably the most important. I absolutely. What do you think makes a good character? Uh, it really depends. I mean, um, right now, uh, one of the favorite characters is uh, Emery because okay. he is just, uh, he's hysterical, but he can be serious when he wants to be. But I think everyone just loves his little slide comments. And uh, yeah, I, I think you just have to find certain characteristics about that character and uh, build on those. Okay. Who is your least favorite character you've ever made? God, I don't know. I mean, okay. there's not a lot of characters that I make out to be evil. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think I have one. I mean, even my evil characters, I somewhat love to a sense. <laughs> yeah, you love to hate them. You're like, I yeah. love you, but the, your your choices that I made for you are not what I want for this. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely yeah. agree with you. Because um, somebody always asks me, like, who's your least favorite character? And I have one. And I'm not going to say it yet because I don't want to ruin the story. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like you've read if you've read Rose Chronicles, you can tell. There's one character I just always gang up on. Yeah. And um, yeah. But anyways, um, I'm so happy that I got to learn about your uh, Sim story. And I'm so happy that we got to meet on Instagram. And I'm so happy yes. that you're able to do this today. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. This is really fun. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, I had so much fun. Like I, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of Simmer Spotlights now. And I was really looking forward to you because I feel like we're kind of, we're kind of on the same level. Yeah. a little bit. And I, and I, I love talking, especially to a Canadian simmer and we, we can literally talk about Harry Potter and our weddings and yeah. SEOs. And that's what I love. And I mean, obviously Sims, but, uh, so <laughs> I were here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, um, I think this comes down to my last question. Is there anything that you want to plug? Oh, well, you can check out my storyline on Miss Peach Sims on Instagram. And I also have my Not So Berry Challenge, which you can also check out on Instagram. It's um, nsb.misspeachsims. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I really do appreciate it. Uh, links are going to be below. Go follow my girl. Her story is awesome. Her not so very is awesome. And you're just an amazing part of the community. So thank you again for taking thank part in this today. Thank you so much for having me. You are very welcome. Have a great rest of your day, okay? You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.